0: Hi, this is Noah Kageyama, and you're listening to the Bulletproof Musician Practice Hack of the Week. Legendary film director Alfred Hitchcock once said, There is no terror in the bang, only in the anticipation of it. Indeed, as stressful as performing could be, being on stage often felt much more freeing and liberating to me than the rest of the day leading up to that moment. After all, once I was in front of an audience there was nothing more I could do to prepare, just had to let go and play. But all the hours leading up to that moment were a very different story. How was I supposed to keep myself occupied from the moment I woke up to that moment I walked out on stage? Part of me was tempted to practice, even though I knew there was really no use trying to cram anything more in at that point. I tried watching TV, but that never felt quite right to me. It's was too antsy to read Listening to music was helpful, but at some point, I just want some peace and quiet. Visualization was great too, but kind of draining after a while. And looking at the score just made me wish I had practiced more. Meditation wasn't on my radar at all back in those days. And aside from pacing around the room or staring off into space as a voice in my head would conjure up one worst-case scenario after another, what else could there be anyway? As you probably know, coloring books for adults have become something of a phenomenon the last few years. Proponents, or coloring book publishers, say that coloring can help reduce stress and anxiety, be good for our mental health, increase mindfulness, etc., etc. I guess I can kind of see it. The designs in these made-for-adult coloring books are really intricate and kind of captivating. Not like the huge, empty blocks of space screaming to be filled in from the Smurfs and Spider-Man coloring books of our younger years. And coloring does feel kind of meditative. Structured enough that we don't have to think too hard, but not so structured that our minds totally disengage and stop wandering either. But is there any actual evidence to suggest that coloring can reduce stress and anxiety? A team of researchers recruited 115 students to participate in a seven-day stress reduction study. Before the study began, everyone completed a series of assessments, each designed to measure a different aspect of mental health and well-being, like depression, anxiety, stress, and mindfulness. Then, they were given an activity packet for the week, titled Activities for Stress Reduction, containing either 10 pictures to color or 10 logic puzzles to solve. Participants were then asked to engage in their stress reduction activity for at least 10 minutes per day for the next 7 days. At the end of the week, the participants took the same series of assessments once again to see if anything had changed. Believe it or not, 10 minutes of daily coloring actually did contribute to some changes in mood and well-being. Specifically, there was a 16% reduction in depressive symptoms, a 6.5% reduction in stress, a nearly 16% reduction in anxiety, and a 3.5% increase in mindfulness. Which is all rather intriguing, but before we run out to buy some coloring books for our inner kindergartner, what about the folks who engaged in the logic puzzles? Any changes there? Well, they experienced an improvement in mindfulness too, like 4.5%. But other than that, there were no significant changes on any of the other measures of well-being so it does seem that coloring may indeed have some unique benefits. Which is pretty cool, but the day-to-day stress of being a college student can be a little different from the pre-performance anxiety that kicks in on the day of an audition. Could coloring help us manage our nerves and keep our thoughts from spinning out on performance days also? A team of Canadian researchers recruited 52 fourth through 6th graders from a private elementary school in Montreal. Students were told that they would be taking a spelling test, the results of which would be shared with their parents. Next, they completed a short anxiety inventory. Then half of the kids were given 15 minutes to color a pre-drawn abstract design, while the other half were asked to free-draw or color on a blank sheet of paper, after which they took the anxiety assessment once again, followed by the spelling test. As it turns out, the kids in both groups exhibited a decrease in anxiety, which is not so surprising as previous research suggests that engaging in art-making in general can reduce stress. But this makes interpreting these results more difficult, since without a control group, it's hard to know what would have happened if the students just sat around and twiddled their thumbs for 15 minutes instead of drawing. I mean, was the decrease in anxiety because of the coloring and the free drawing, or is it simply related to the passage of time? Of course, if the students had to sit there quietly to stew in their thoughts, thumbs a-twiddling, perhaps 15 minutes of silence would have raised their anxiety levels. Either way, it's hard to say. In any case, there were some interesting nuances in the results of this study, too. Specifically, that boys and girls responded differently to the free-drawing activity. While both the male and female students experienced a drop in anxiety after the structured coloring, Only the male students experienced a reduction in anxiety after the free drawing. Why the gender difference? The researchers surmised that differences in motor skill development at that age might account for some of it. The boys, for instance, may have found the unstructured drawing and coloring activity less frustrating and more freeing. And they did find, interestingly enough, that while 100% of the girls managed to stay within the lines, 45% of the boys colored over the lines in the structured coloring activity. So at the end of the day, the jury is still out on how effective coloring might be as part of your pre-audition, pre-concert ritual. But I do think there's enough intriguing research out there to make it worth experimenting with, to see if it can calm you down a little bit, help you stay in the moment, and keep your thoughts from going to the bad place. If nothing else, it could be a nice way to unwind for a few minutes every night after a long day of stressful rehearsals and gigs... Instead of watching TV, you're scrolling through your Facebook feed, which, when you think about it, probably just increases your stress right at the most unhelpful time.